Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. As the title of this episode has already revealed to you, I am going to be discussing current affairs with regard to coronavirus. Coronavirus has shaken the entire world. Many people are frightened about the virus. And on the other hand, many have now decided to go back to leading normal lives and not being scared of this virus anymore. The virus has deeply affected the lives of Americans. People suffered tremendous losses in business. People lost jobs. Many tapped into their savings. Many relied on stimulus payments and unemployment checks. And many are concerned about the future. We all learned about social distancing. What a phrase. Probably the most significant phrase of the century. Who knows? Social distancing. Some believe it should be called physical distancing because people may be physically apart from each other, but, but they can still be socially very much connected via social media, phone, etc. And so to those people, physical distancing is a more proper term than social distancing. You know, people can stand outside in their front yard and greet their neighbors from a distance still talk and be connected while being physically apart, at least several feet apart. But almost everyone uses the term social distancing and not physical distancing. We are only about 20% um, of the way into the current century. So I don't know what else might be waiting for mankind down the road, but so far, social distancing seems to be one of the most significant phrases of the century. Now, folks may disagree with me. We all have our opinions. Just as people were making their way back to normal lives again by opening up their businesses and relaxing some of the rules, it seems that certain authority figures are proposing tightening the rules again. Let me explain. I have an example from the place that I live in, Dane County, Wisconsin. In Dane County, which houses the capital city of Madison, people are now required to wear masks. Required. It's not an option. It's a requirement. Well, of course, there are some exceptions. But most people must wear masks according to the order in Dane County. Furthermore, Public Health Department has warned that people who fail to comply or businesses that do not enforce the order, such as if a business does not require customers or staff to wear masks at large events indoor, 
then there could be citations and people may have to pay steep penalties. Such mandates are being imposed in many places, the state of Louisiana, the state of Michigan and more. The problem is not the mask, but the mandate. I think it's a good idea to wear a mask, given that COVID-19 can spread through droplets in the air. Even on a normal day, keeping the pandemic aside, we always try to cover our faces when we cough or sneeze. It's just an everyday etiquette. We don't want droplets from our cough or sneeze to bother people who may be around. And given COVID-19, wearing a mask for extra precaution is probably a very good idea. It's not the most comfortable thing. In fact, I know people who find wearing masks to be very uncomfortable. But given the reality of present day, wearing a mask likely helps slow the spread of the, the coronavirus. It probably stops the spread of coronavirus if masks are used properly. But here's the issue. Government can recommend. Government can explain the problem. And government can provide guidelines for people to follow. But can government mandate that everyone must wear masks or else face monetary penalties? Most people I know, even those who support wearing masks, do not appreciate the mandate. We are a free country. People do not like being dictated on matters such as this. Of course, if it's a hospital that you're entering, yes, we should all wear masks. If a business wants to mandate that customers wear masks, I'm okay with that. Because in that case, if a customer does not like the requirement, he or she can choose to enter that business or to not enter that business. But a blanket requirement imposed by a local government entity that everyone in that county must wear masks, that's really not a popular requirement. Also, we have seen on social media how masks can lead to arguments and fights among people. If someone is not wearing a mask and another person is upset as a result, it could lead to a loud argument and worse. And so when local government says that everyone in a specific county would be required to wear a mask, that's basically adding to the tension. I've written a blog post on this issue and so if you would like to read it, visit www.tossifanam.net Go to the section titled blog and then scroll down until you find the, uh, the blog post. I published it on my website this month, July 2020, so it should be pretty easy to find. Friends, here's the thing. For any order, there must be a way to enforce it. In a county, 
such as Dane, which has hundreds of thousands of people, how can the government enforce such an order? What if thousands of people are out and about not wearing masks by choice? Can the government intervene in each and every case and take legal action for non-compliance? Is that even possible? I guess not. Then why impose such a mandate? rather than a strong recommendation or a public health advisory. No one wants to be sick. Every rational human being would like to be healthy and free from disease. If government presents the facts to the people, provides data to support the mask-wearing recommendation, then people would voluntarily wear masks. And a lot of people do. In this day and age, it is a good idea to wear a mask to keep yourself and your loved ones safe. For that, government does not need to declare a new order and threaten people with fines. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Okay, I have spoken enough on the topic of masks. So moving on to the next one. There is another mandate that some governors and mayors are implementing and that is the mandate to quarantine upon visiting a particular state or city. For example, the mayor of Chicago has an emergency travel order list. If your state is on that list and you travel to Chicago, then you would be ordered to quarantine for 14 days upon arrival. States like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut also have such lists. Moreover, if a Chicago resident visits one of the states on the list and then returns home to Chicago, that person too would be expected to quarantine for two weeks. Because I live in Wisconsin, I pay attention to what list Wisconsin is on. According to recent comments made by the Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot, Wisconsin may be added to Chicago's emergency travel order list. Here's my question again. If this is an order, how will it be enforced? Which department in the city of Chicago government is going to make sure that each person who must be in quarantine 
according to the order, is actually in quarantine. There is no way to enforce this order. Once again, government must provide information to people, express the urgency of following the public health guidelines, and then hope that every rational individual who wants to remain in good health and wants his or her family, friends, and loved ones to be safe and healthy would follow the recommendations. But it cannot be a mandate if it is not enforceable. New York, on the other hand, seems to be taking this to a whole new level. The state is mandating that all visitors from high-designated COVID states give New York officials their contact information as they arrive in the state. Anyone who fails to provide the information would receive a summons with a 2000 US dollar fine. In case of people arriving by plane, the airlines would distribute the form to passengers on the plane and the form would also be available online. But then one, one may ask, what about people arriving in New York by car? What if you're driving to New York? I don't know. I don't know how this order would be enforced. It appears that New York is planning to enforce the quarantine rules very seriously. But does New York have enough manpower to enforce this? New York City in particular has lots of crime and it seems to be growing. The city council just voted to move money away from police budget. Many inmates in New York have been released from jail due to coronavirus pandemic. Governor Cuomo himself has ordered the release of many people in jail. And now the state is planning to enforce quarantine rules and penalize visitors. And for what reason? Failure to provide contact information to government upon arrival in the state. Friends, I don't know what to say. Any reasonable person who believes that he or she may have contracted COVID-19 would self-quarantine. But can people be forced to go into quarantine just because they are from a state with a high COVID-19 rate. Can people be forced to go into quarantine if they have no symptoms of COVID-19? Can such a mandate be imposed and enforced? This is uncharted territory in our nation's history. I believe that such Mandates are government overreach. Once again, any reasonable human being would follow public health guidelines, wear masks, wash hands properly, use hand sanitizers, watch for symptoms of COVID-19 and self-isolate as needed, seek medical attention as needed, and more. But how far would state and local government in various parts of the country go to impose 
such strict mandates on people. When it seems that some of these mandates may not be enforceable. I know that people listening to this episode would have different views on these issues, so I want to hear your thoughts. Please visit my website www.tasifanam.net and send me a message. Or you can find me on social media and you can send me a message there or leave a comment. Let me know what you think. I thank you all for listening. And I hope to be back again with a new episode of Explore and Engage with Anam.